Hello. Hey everyone, welcome to season two, episode two of She's Too Much with Sam and Carly. I think we should introduce each other. I think that'd be cute. It'd be cute. Okay, with Carly and Sam. I like that. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing on the agenda this week that I think that I would like to talk about that we also mentioned last week is the Spotify playlist that Carly got designed for her. So can you remind our fans about this? Our many, many fans. Yes. Uh, So I bought a playlist from a random Instagram astrology account because I'm me and I guess that's what I do with my life now and my money. I got it like I can hear you typing. Okay. Cool. That's offensive. You're not listening to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I got this playlist made, and it's based on my sun sign, my rising sign, and my moon sign. And I listened to it last night at Cool Beans. And it was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. It was, I guess, worth $3. Um, one song did make me cry, but... It was, I think it was, like, one of those trance-like states, because for the entire two minutes, why did I hear that? That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, like, moved, and I heard everything crunch. Um, uh, But what was I even saying? Oh, yeah. So there was this one song that put me in, like, a trance-like state, because it was just two minutes of someone saying, your face is a powerful love. And I was like... At first, I thought it was dumb, and then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, I am the face of a powerful mm-hmm, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have something, like, cute to share. Okay. So last night, I laid in my bed and listened to your playlist. Okay. <laughs> so we could talk about it, and I could say how I felt about okay. it. Okay. So I'll, um, these are the thoughts that I was having. Oh my god, you wrote stuff down? No, I'm just, like, bringing up Oh, the you're looking out. Okay. I love the song Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Yes. So I was like so happy Uh that that was on there yeah i really love that song too. it's a beautiful song and forever by haim yeah i i love haim so much Mm -hmm. i was so happy that was on there i felt like the song that like i wanted you to like was money by the drums but i felt like that was the one that you liked the least yeah i mean it's like a catchy song Mm -hmm. i think that they only put that in there because i'm supposed to be like a stereotypical like Taurus or whatever Mm -hmm. Taurus how do you pronounce it I say Taurus Taurus and sounds like we're saying tourist tourist yeah (laughs) but apparently like one of well I mean like in astrology like Mm -hmm. one of the big things is that uh Tauruses like money and like spending money Mm -hmm. and I think that's why they put that in there I also liked high beam I thought that was good I literally don't even remember that one I can't play it because of like copyright yeah um but oh who loves the scum yeah by the growlers yeah that was good that made me kind of emotional Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i was like what would be cute and then i was like oh if i also listen to this (laughs) i felt like yeah i think like I definitely thought of you when I was listening to it, but I didn't know if I was thinking of you because it was something that was yours or because of the songs reminding me of you, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I also think I want to do it now and see how I feel. She has a flash sale today. Okay, so, like, what's her Instagram? Let's just, like, do a free promo. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. I hate that. You can hear me there. I think it's... I don't want to... I don't want to give the wrong person... Because I follow a bunch of astrology accounts. I'm not going to lie. I, like, understand. Um, 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 wow. Oh, wait. Lazy and mad. Okay, so, um, free shout out for our zero listeners right now. Is it a Taurus support group? Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... This is only for people that are Torahs. No, it's not. Are you sure? Because there's the Torahs logo on the one-day flash sale. I feel like she does other ten ones. Ten-song playlist? Wait. I'm going to get ten songs. Wait. I okay. Wanna, why did I get seven? I did the Friday the 13th one, too. I thought Sucks. you only got five songs. I got seven. Well. She should have done 13 songs for Friday the 13th. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, we love free shout outs. I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to screenshot it so I remember. I like her account a lot, though. It's, yeah. it's very fun. As astrology should be. Could you put opinion. your computer in a central location so I can see the weekly format? Yes. 
Okay, so moving forward, Carly has some exciting news that she wants to share with oh, the yeah. listeners. Um, so I signed up for my first ever therapy appointment. It's a very crisp laugh. Thank you. Or laugh. Oh, clap. clap. Ooh. Um, yeah, I felt really good after I did it. I signed up for it on a day that I was feeling good about myself, which I was like, if I don't do it today when I am feeling good, when am I ever going to do it? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's real. It was good. Mm -hmm. Sam went with me and she took pictures of me. Mm -hmm. It was from moral support. Moral support, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited for you and I'm like excited to hear how it goes. I don't have it for my first appointment for like two weeks though. Yeah, I know that it's next Friday. It's next Friday? It's not this Friday and it's not oh, next, it's next Friday. It's like in two weeks, I think. I think it's October 10th. Yes. Whatever I that don't know is. why you dropped and then I know that, but I know that <laughs> it's creep. like at 9.30 in the morning or you something. You creep. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You're just going to text me immediately afterwards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's so exciting. It is exciting. Um, Do I the next know. one. We literally have a list that we're going through right now, so we don't have transitions. No, transitioning into things that give you emotional trauma for the rest of your life. Perfect. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Um, Carly and I had this great idea mm-hmm. last year making these shirts that say that said Oktoberfest is a production of hegemonic whiteness. It's a symbol. A symbol of hege- hegemonic whiteness. Yeah. And then we also wanted to do one that said, like, binge drinking isn't a personality trait. Yeah. But we did not get around to it. In an effort to be a little less chaotic. I feel like I wanted it, but I just was like, I can't afford it. Yeah. First of all, we'd have to pay money Mm -hmm. to make these shirts. Second of all, I did not have the energy to actually Mm -hmm. make them. So. Yeah, I think that basically us saying that statement... Like, you now you know how we feel about Oktoberfest, yeah. if that's we're gonna, not clear. Yeah, we're going to yell it into but, the void. Yeah. Maybe so, I'll tweet it. Mm, Who knows? I think that you should. I think I should, too. But, oh, yeah. Well, downtown oh, yeah. gets really gross, and I'm really looking forward to this photo series that we're going to be publishing about um, the cleanup that happens after Oktoberfest, because lacrosse is disgusting mm-hmm. after Oktoberfest. Like, mm-hmm. people treat this place like trash trash and they mm-hmm. just leave their beer cans and everything else mm-hmm. just everywhere yeah i feel like i personally need to talk to like chad from like delta sigma frat fee or whatever it's like you're not cool because you make a mountain of beer cans in your yard and then pick them up 26 days after Oktoberfest has ended. 26 days after. Precisely 26 days after. In time for Halloween. In time for Halloween, but not in time enough to enjoy it. Like, as someone who lives in the trashy neighborhoods yeah. of lacrosse, yeah. where the houses are completely trashed, That's true. I know firsthand how yeah. disgusting you are um, because I have lived it. And, and your neighbors with them. Okay, I don't want to, like, shout out to my neighbors because a lot of them are involved in similar things as us. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but not my neighbors. My neighbors, you're fine. Um, you let me use your washer for free, and that's really nice. <laughs> just people that live in the same area as me. Yeah. Just that street, State Street. I'm talking about State Street. <laughs> um, you're trash. Um, and it's so gross. It's like, obviously, enjoy this white celebration of being German my grandmother immigrated from Germany and you do not see me freaking out as much as all of you are but for some reason enjoy this you need this to cope I guess with the human experience um I never hear anyone talking about German heritage it's like that's what it's for is it's all and also besides how trashy you are and you make the neighborhood look bad and you hate the earth and you're hypocritical Let's talk about the fact that I went downtown with my friend Sophia Emma Haume last night, and we went to, like, look at shirts and stuff at this place. Yeah. And they literally had, like, traditional, like, German outfits for children, like, you know, but the yeah. one for the girl, who this this girl, like, I think it was, like, a baby. It was, like, a toddler. Oh, no. I shouldn't say girl. No. I should say a toddler. Yeah. It had the cutout for, like, boobs. Yeah. Like, it inserted. Like, a corset type thing. Yes, but it, like, wanted the toddler to have cleavage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. This is my collapse. Yeah. Like, this is the end of my existence. That's. So then I had to leave. That's really gross. But 
Yeah, Carly, actually, did you say you have never been here for Oktoberfest? I was here freshman year. Freshman year, okay. But I, I have never really, like, freshman year I was... I was chilling in the dorms and mm-hmm. at house parties, mm-hmm. so I didn't really, like, venture downtown or anything. No. Like, I think, no. Let's, yeah. I think, it's like, I... I, I want to people watch. Yeah, I'd, I'd people but the, watch, but... the bars are so packed yeah. that it freaks me out. It's like, there's a point where it gets to celebrating something to trying to, like, forget every mistake you've made in your life and using alcohol as a coping <laughs> mechanism and as, like, a mirror of a reflection into your inner soul, and I think that everyone needs to take a step back and stop trashing the city yeah and it's honestly for me mm-hmm. it's not the college students that freak me out it's the middle-aged people i feel like the male college students freak me out yeah, yeah. no offense love you you are the <laughs> biggest crit- critic of the things that you love the most and for me that's men <laughs> so you're welcome oh my god okay oh <laughs> uh, i don't I feel like I people visiting relate. creeps me out. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh. Okay. But, like... Yeah, people... I... Because I kind of freak out around this time of year because I don't know who's visiting. Yeah. I thought valid. I saw some person I went to high school with mm-hmm. in my parking lot earlier mm-hmm. today, and I literally, like, felt my heart stop. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, why are you here? No, and it's, like, ghosts from your past. Yes. They just dig themselves up from their graves, and yeah. they appear during Oktoberfest, of which all is times. not the ideal time. Of all times. It's horrible. It's it's not the it's not the best time. And it's like, yeah, are Carly and I going to have some, a little fun? For sure. But. We're being hypocritical. I also put that in. I'm not. I will. Um, But I don't know. I think it's just like, as someone who's like been, well, obviously we've both been harassed, but during Oktoberfest every single year, I have been like sexually harassed by so many drunk men. Oh my gosh. Men, leave me alone. I just, I don't love it. I would love, because I live on La Crosse Street and close to Howie's and Chuck's and it's gonna be a mess mm-hmm. like um oh my god what is it called the breakfast thing kegs and eggs or something like that mm-hmm. is happening at Howie's at 6 a.m tomorrow and there's god, there's so 600 people that RSVP'd that they're going mm-hmm. so at 6 a.m there's gonna be like 600 people outside oh my of my god. apartment that's so terrible I really hope you can sleep yeah me too wow yeah but yeah, good times, good but also, times. like, understand that we, like, all of you, me included probably, mm-hmm. we all have problems with binge drinking, and that's something to really pay yeah. attention to and to realize what binge drinking is. Isn't it like having four drinks an hour or uh, five drinks an hour? It's something I think it's like five. that. five. I don't know. It depends on your weight, too. Yeah. But it's like, and that's, it's perfectly okay to get distracted and forget some things with a little elk, but, like, honestly stop trashing the city that's just how I feel me putting my foot down as someone whose house is disgusting yeah and my yard is always trashed always trashed yeah that's true Mm -hmm. yikes yeah this felt therapeutic (laughs) I think so too and I'm like not excited to be harassed again and catcalled and the thing is I can't move my car this weekend either I'm Mm -hmm. scared to drive this weekend first of all so that's gonna be cool Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna walk everywhere yeah I think that's like the best option yeah but we're not shaming Oktoberfest. Celebrate all you want. Maybe I'm shaming it a little bit. I just think it's like... Just be smart. Yeah, and remember know. what you're celebrating. Tip bartenders. Be nice to people. Respect other people. Mm-hmm. Don't... I was almost going to swear, but be a decent person. Honestly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I agree. I think that a really good transition to this, because I was just talking about critiquing men... So, moving forward, can straight men dress themselves <laughs> change my mind? <laughs> so, for this... One of, one of my classmates... For this segment, Carly and I will explain two different interactions. Carly, you are first. Yes. I haven't told you about mine yet. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, is that the story that you put in? Said, remind no, me of that's story? something else. Oh, okay. Um, so, I was sitting in class, minding my own business the other day, and then this, like, six-foot-four classmate of mine strolls in to the room and he is wearing I know he's a straight male identifying person and he is wearing a red shirt with red athletic shorts he's looking like a bottle of ketchup (laughs) (laughs) and then he just he was he had so much confidence though he just like strolled in had his bag slit like 
not two strap in it like one, one strap. strap oh that's like like flung his of confidence yeah flung his bag down mm-hmm. sat down and just like whipped open his laptop just and i was like how am i the only person that is just like how am i the only person that knows that there's a walking ketchup bottle yeah yeah and i was like God. he's gotta be colorblind and then i felt kind of bad <laughs> but then i was like uh, <laughs> i don't know so that's I had my a experience. similar experience walking to class and i'm not even kidding you yeah I also saw a straight white man that I know yeah, who was wearing red basketball shorts and oh. a red t-shirt. Was it the same one? No, it was someone else. They need to stop. And I was like, I'm terrified oh of God. these walking ketchup bottles. <laughs> and I feel like this isn't what I need to cope with my no. like situations. No. My life experiences do not need this right no. now. And... But I will give credit. I'm going to give, like, a personal shout-out right now in case Dylan's girlfriend, Patty, is listening. Hi, Patty. I love you. Um, But my roommate, Dylan, he dresses, like, really well. I feel like I love his style. He really cares. Like, he puts time into caring about things and isn't, like, worried about how people have that stigma about being, like, emasculating and stuff. He's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's why wouldn't I wash my face and care about what and clothes I'm wearing? moisturize? Exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful to have a skincare routine. It has changed my life. Yeah. But he really, like, takes care into, like, what he wears, and he, like, cares about I matching stuff and style, and I think it's so, like, wholesome and sweet. That's really beautiful. So I think that he's my style icon. If I had to pick one, <laughs> um, I think this week he's my style icon. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Love that. So it's like we know it can be done, but I just felt like I was the person at that table Actually, with that sheet. That why said, am I even ah. – hold on. Mm-hmm. I need to catch myself for a second. Mm-hmm. I just said it's cute that he takes care of himself. Yep, I know. I, like, I heard just that and I was rewarded like... <laughs> him for doing basic human things like – moisturizing and dressing himself see this is the stigma oh, that we have this is how Dylan is a no. beautiful human being well, and he should is, do this this is how i know that the hegemony works yeah exactly right <laughs> because even me mm-hmm. no yeah it sucks but it's like care about yourself you know it's not going to kill you to wash your face as In much fact, as you might think it will might do the opposite you might enjoy life a little bit more honestly or if you have like a matching outfit or you buy jeans that are long enough. You might feel better about yourself. Wearing fitted clothes can change your life. Yeah. Like, once you realize you have a figure, your life is never the same. Like, once, once I realized will. I was that hourglass shape, my life changed for the rest. For the best. Not the rest. Probably the rest, too. <laughs> once you put on those American Eagle jeggings, you're like, oh, oh wait. You never go back. Maybe I do care about the way I look. <laughs> Honestly. That's what I'm saying. Um... Moving forward, this is in relation to kind of what I was talking about, but, well, yeah, because I were done Dylan's story. So there's this interesting thing right now for people that care about the environment called mm-hmm. Meatless Mondays that lacrosse is, like, talking about doing. And so this was a discussion. I'm not going to name any names or situations, but where a lot of executive decisions are made by members of the student body. Yeah. So... This was a discussion there, and there was someone who was new to the group, or, yeah. like, someone, a, a member, who didn't understand why Meatless Mondays was important, and was saying that I'm not going to fight someone on their right to eat oh, meat. Yeah. Why would I take a once away someone's human right to consume meat? I heard you talking about this, yeah. Wow. So, um... Interesting. How did you hear me talking about this? Well, I saw you typing about it in the Google Doc. <laughs> Okay. Is that the same thing? I, it's not because I was told last night at nine p.m. So I was like, "Wait, you, no, you literally." I was ta- I was texting. I was typing in the Google Doc at like nine p.m. about it. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I, but I was told it at nine p.m. and live while I was being told I was typing. Oh, okay. I was like, one second. Okay. Type, 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 type. Sounds type. good. But yeah, so this was like this huge thing where this guy was freaking out and was like, "I just feel like." Um, like with protein and like um if I'm like bulking and I'm swole like I need my meat like I'm not kidding I'm not kidding and he was like you know like if people are working out like they need the protein it's one day and also change my mind you have block meals you have maroon dollars you have money mm-hmm. they're talking about this in Whitney dining center yeah. that is for freshmen and sophomores are they excluding anything in the student union? Yes. No? 
I, I don't know think what I'm so. Saying. I think it's no, literally everything just in the student union will still have meat. You can get your turkey sandwich from Irby's. You can get a chicken quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Like, please calm down. Mm-hmm. They're just talking about Whitney, and none of us even eat at Whitney anymore. Well, I mean, besides like RAs. Who yeah, are besides older RAs and, and like freshmen and sophomores. But, but yeah, it's like, it doesn't really affect a mm-hmm. lot of. Well, basically off-campus people, it really doesn't affect. And you could walk to Char's and get meat. Yeah. You could walk somewhere else and get meat. And they were even saying, like, we can start doing, like, it once a month. And maybe just cut down on the amount of meat. And, like, really trying to do leeway. And this person was just, like, very, like, literally, if I don't eat meat, my body will collapse. And I will cease to exist. And, it will, okay, for our listeners, hi. I've been a vegetarian for two and a half years, so yeah. I feel like that's why I'm passionate about this topic, and Carly has also been a vegetarian and a vegan in the past, for yeah. those inquiring. I didn't do it for very healthy reasons. But and that's okay. And that's fine, but I still respect it. Still respect it. Yeah. And I think, like, as someone who does not eat meat, like, uh-huh. I'm asked all the time, how You're do you get your protein? Yeah. Is your hair falling out? Do you know how many people ask me if my hair has fallen out? My hair yeah. looks great. <laughs> thanks for asking i just got low lights i got a new cut i cut my bangs myself your bangs I look, look great. great i look amazing that was like poetry thank you <laughs> but it's like no my hair is not falling out yeah yeah did i have to stop counting my protein amount because it triggered my eating disorder for sure but does that but, mean that i'm not getting enough protein yeah no, no. and i eat healthy and i eat choices that i want to eat and honestly a really big concern like people are so focused on protein there's protein mm-hmm. in a lot of things what mm-hmm. i discovered when i was like vegan vegetarian a really big concern actually is like if you're getting enough iron and if you're getting yeah. enough b12 oh yeah i'm for sure anemic for yeah. those wondering yeah i just need to like figure that out yeah so take iron supplements and you also you can't until you get your blood tested oh you can't well you shouldn't because it can stop your heart that's what they told me at the student health center that. yeah because then if you aren't anemic it can, like, and you get too much iron, it can, like, That'll physically stop sense. your heart and you'll yeah, die. Wow. So I have to get my blood tested, but I'm afraid of needles. Terrifying. That's a whole other thing. Well, I'm sure there's got to be a lot of foods that you can eat that are mm-hmm. high in iron and stuff, mm-hmm. too. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Cereal. Cornflakes have 60% of the iron you need for the day. That's cool. Right? Do you eat a lot of cereal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My milk's expired. <sighs> I have to get milk. Moving on. What kind of milk do you drink? So, here's the thing. I don't like skim because I'm not a little shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, I like 1%, but I'll also get 2%. Mm. I don't get whole milk. Yeah. What about you, Carly? I I like, no, I like almond milk a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I But I feel like that's mostly because I when I go home, my mom gets, like, Costco packs of almond milk. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, just take a whole bunch of that, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's why. I yeah, I really milk. like oat milk. Oat milk's good. It oat makes everything really taste, in my opinion, like oatmeal or cereal. Like Fruit Loops. Yeah. That's it. Fruit One time Loops. I got oat milk with a London Fog. Yep. Mm-hmm. It literally tasted like the Fruit Loop milk. Like pureed, pureed? Pure, pureed. Pureed. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Yeah. Um, did I drink it all? Yeah. Did it smack? It was delicious. Yeah. It was so Probably good. I tried some of it. But... Anyways, I just, like, need you to know that it doesn't matter what I eat or what I'm not eating as long as I'm still alive and functioning and yeah. doing better than you. Yeah. And I am. That was something so, that really bothered me when I was so not eating meat, too. My family mm-hmm. would constantly question me about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why it makes everyone so uncomfortable. Like, It's, it's like not... meat eaters get the most uncomfortable and they get, like, yeah. offended, especially in this region. Yeah. Like, where where everyone hunts. Yeah. They're like, oh, are you, like, afraid of, like, hunting? Yeah. And I'll be like, what? And, like, my entire family hunts. Like, my mom and, I'm really sorry like, for your the loss. women in my family, too. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, they would get so offended and be like, are you a tree hugger now? Like, what does that mean? Like, I'm sorry that I don't want to die yeah. on a burning little planet. Yeah. Like, I'm so passionate about this. I don't know. In my opinion, if you enjoy hunting and fishing and stuff like that, you should also be really into climate justice. Exactly. You should really want to protect what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, like, really what just, like, opened my eyes (laughs) is this past summer when a person, like a family friend, Mm -hmm. um, asked me, why would I ever do such a thing? And, like, asked me, like, what's wrong with me? 
And then I explained, because I was making mac and cheese. Let me explain that I was making mac and cheese. And I guess that somehow, because there wasn't, like, chicken in it or something, I was doing something wrong. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't you even, like, a salad. This is oh, mac and cheese. The childhood delicacy of putting hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like, chopped up hot okay, dogs. Okay, but that was amazing. Yeah. And I would, like, do it tonight <laughs> if I wasn't a vegetarian. Don't. <laughs> but I was like, oh, so, like, I did it to uh, um, protect the earth, obviously. And I was like, and also a lot of people in my family have heart disease and high cholesterol. And you're trying to be, like, prevent that. Yeah, be because, healthy. like, both yeah. of my parents have high cholesterol and have to have, like, low-sodium yeah. diets. Yeah. And a lot of people in family have heart disease. And, like, the idea, anything medical freaks me out. Like, the idea yeah. of knowing that I have a beating heart in my body freaks me out. Yeah. Like, the idea of thinking of my organs makes me want to die. Yeah. So I was trying I to explain that. this to this person. And then they were like, honey. God's got a plan. You're going to go when you go. And you don't get to prevent it. And you don't get to pick. You'll just go. And I... There was a part of me in that moment that was outside of my body. And I have never seen her since. (laughs) She has left me. The ghost of myself is in a kitchen 300 miles away. Waiting to be recognized again. Stirring mac and cheese. Stirring mac and cheese. Um, And I really just in that moment was a fragment of myself. Because it was like a power position too where I couldn't say anything. And like I think I said something and I was like I said something about being agnostic like under my breath. And I was like oh my god did you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) I literally just like laughed it off. I was like ha yeah. And I like kept stirring (laughs) my mac and cheese. (laughs) And I think that ever since then, there's been, like, this little, like, burning fire under my butt, like, lighting me up. And I'm just like, let me be a vegetarian in peace. For real. Because it's so frustrating. You should write about it. Like, when I die, sure. Cool. But it's not going to be because of high cholesterol or heart disease. I can promise you that. By by that logic, it's like, why do we wear seatbelts? Exactly. Why do we right? take medicine? Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're just going to die? You might as well just lay there, sit in a chair, mm-hmm. do nothing. Like, I don't not agree. Like, sometimes people will be like, everything happens for a reason. Like, life's unpredictable. But then yeah. someone will be like, what if your whole life's mapped out and you're supposed to think that it's unpredictable, but actually everything's mapped out? And I'm like, shut up. I, it's just too much. I'm going through the motions. I have noted that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going noted. through them well. I'm just surviving. <laughs> but I am functioning at a high speed (laughs) so like let me work on my surviving i'm gonna wear that seatbelt. i'm not gonna eat meat yeah i'm gonna keep chugging along yeah yeah and i was just like oh that was just such a fun moment so when this meatless monday thing got brought up i was just like bring me back the passion of my existence yeah here it is yeah with change.org. Yeah, honestly. I'm going <laughs> to sign that petition. Can we sign it? Or is it, like, illegal for me to have any opinion on anything? Is um, it, like, are they collecting signatures? Yeah. So our names would be public? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can't sign it, but know that I'm signing it in my head right now in a cursive signature with a big S. Good. But... Sam does have a really lovely signature. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because I literally would ride on the school bus every day. I had my purple notebook. I'd have my fat pen. And I would just write Samantha Struzis over and over and over again. I did that for six years. That's beautiful. My favorite thing is signing my name. And then when I got my first boyfriend, this is really funny. I used to sign my name with his last name, like, the week that we started dating. And, like, when I was younger, I would sign my name with other boys' last names. And then when we got, like, further into our relationship, and in my head, I was like, I wanted to be a teacher. And then if I became a teacher, his mom's a teacher. So I was like, oh, I'll be your mom. (laughs) And then I was 17, and I was like, wait a second. I have a choice in this matter. I was like, I can say Samantha Struzis for the rest of my life. And then that's when I became a feminist. Honestly, probably. Because <laughs> I love my last name. And I love signing my name. You, okay, I've always thought, you know, how, like, journalists in superhero movies have, like, the, mm-hmm. I don't know, they, their like good initials. Names. Yeah, their initials are, like, mm-hmm. the same. That's you. Sometimes when I'm alone, do you know what else? Stop. <laughs> Because I listen to NPR yeah, in the morning. Me. Yep. 
is, can't even do it. This is Sam I'll be like, No, I'll be like, this is Samantha Struzis from NPR News. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I want to do that so bad. And I'll I think practice you're, it. I think you're speaking it into existence. I know. But what, I'll practice it. What should it. I speak into existence? I don't know. But, like, literally, it's, like, the biggest, like, self-confidence booster. But, yeah, so I would just sign my name over and over and over I did that this summer for like an hour in my cubicle at my mm-hmm. internship I just kept signing my name and I was like oh or should I say this is Carly Butzer from She's Too Much Media <laughs> that'd be really cute too thank you but so that's what I do in my free time is I practice <laughs> my journalism voice <laughs> but yeah so basically a counter story you can be your last name forever and that's okay (laughs) literally I'm not even kidding I remember growing up and being like how long will I be Samantha Struzis one day I'll have a different last name yeah and I remember just being like that's so scary because I love my last name and I didn't think that I had any choice in it and then one day I was like oh my god I'm me forever well I had a different last name originally I was Mm -hmm. Carly Wise because Mm -hmm. I'm half adopted you Mm -hmm. know so until I was three, I was mm-hmm. Carly Wise, which I don't like know. Like W-I-S-E? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I don't know. I feel like Carly Betzler. I feel like it's Carly Betzler, like the two syllables. Sounds better. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, last names are weird. I love having a choice in it and I'm going to keep mine forever. Thanks. <laughs> it's the best thing about me. Great. <laughs> I used to always hate it because like, well, no one can pronounce my last name. Struzis? Which, No. Struzas? What? Am I saying Struzis. Struzis. No. You said it wrong again. Hold on. Say it again. No. I'm not doing this. Fine. I'm not doing that. Um, But yeah. And okay. But also like I'm still white. So I still have like privilege within that that it's not that hard. But everyone. But it's Greek. Yeah. So. Says it wrong. And that's like I've always been so embarrassed. Like when they do roll call and your name comes up. I Uh get my face would get so red. And I'd be like, oh my God, I hate myself. I hate my last name. I hate my Uh, identity. It's the Z. It's the Z. It's always the Z. That happened to me too because Mm -hmm. I literally had a substitute call me Butzler one time. (laughs) Do you? And I was like 11. I wanted to die. Do they know how traumatic that is? That's so traumatic. Ever since then, I've always hated when professors try to say my last name because it's It's that Z. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. It's Mm -hmm. the Z. They see it. The Z really, really trips you up. Yep. And they're like, wait, is this maybe a little ethnic? (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Are you a little not white? (laughs) Whoa, that was an email. Everyone calm down. From what? I don't know. It was something on your computer, I think. No, I might. Okay, let's just ignore here. it. Okay, anyways, um, that didn't happen. But yeah, last names are cool, yeah. and Carly and I love our last names. But True. also, if you choose not to keep your last name, that's okay. Good I, for you. Having a it, choice is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. That's the great part of it. Yeah. And I've talked about that with my mom a lot, and I think it's really sweet because she like really wanted to take my dad's last name. That's nice. But the more that we talk about it, I was like... But also, you could have kept your last name, but you're still always you. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. just, like, a different name. I just, like, love signing my name so much, and I love saying my name. This is a beautiful little segment. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to talk about... Uh, should I talk about my eco-friendly tampons? Yes. Yeah. I want to hear you Let talk about them. Let me take one out. They're super tiny. She, like, held one up the other day, and I was like, what is this? Okay. It's the size of, like, a so, pill. <laughs> this is way bigger than a pill, Carly. <laughs> so I have small hands. I wear a ring size four. If I hold it up to my pinky, it's about the size of my pinky. Yeah. Would you say it, that? It's like the same as your pinky, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so like I was in this really weird phase. Like, so, why am I just holding the tampon? <laughs> I was in this really weird phase, like sophomore year, where like I was like, I am the individual that is saving the earth. Okay. Everything relies on me. I was like Greta. Like, I was like, I wanted to be Greta. I was like, this is me. Wow. So I, like, stopped using, like, all, like, like plastics and stuff like that. Hmm. And, like, I completely bought new makeup. Like, everything that was, like, vegan and eco-friendly. And, like, new, like, all my new, like, bath products and like beauty products was it like an expensive time in your life I will come back to that okay but so I did all of that and then I would feel really guilty like 
because I had, like, bought those things, and I never wanted to buy, like, new stuff stuff, and it was, like, hard mm-hmm. for me to throw away stuff. Mm-hmm. And then also I would get into, like, weird patterns where I would, like, not want to, like, eat out or, like, have leftovers. And I feel bad yeah. if I had, like, leftovers. And I'd be like, I'll just cook at home. But it was, like, I felt, like, really stressed. Mm-hmm. And for some reason I thought that I was, like, going to save the earth individually or something. Yeah. And I think it was, like, stressing me out. Well, we can talk about that stress later. But I want yeah. to talk about the tampons. But so then I was, like... I am not the person who uses, like, the tampon applicator. I never knew how to use it, so I never have used a oh tampon applicator. Oh, my God, are you serious? I've never used a tampon applicator. That's, like, my dirty little secret. <laughs> I just do it. Oh, interesting. I never worked for me. I tried to do it. Did it get, like, stuck or something? It was just, like, I didn't understand how I was supposed to put the plastic inside of me, and it felt sharp, and I was like, I don't want this. Let me just do it. Like, the old-fashioned way. Like, the way we're meant to do it. The way, <laughs> the way we're meant to shove tampons up our yeah. vaginas? Yeah. So sure. I, <laughs> I would just throw the applicator away, and I was like, I'm not even using this scientific instrument. <laughs> so then I, like, did research, and so this tampon, they're very, it's literally, like... Can I see it? Yeah. It's just the tampon, and it's wrapped and there's no applicator the brand is ob yeah ob Com- pro comfort and i think they were like eight dollars for like 40 like oh, they were not that expensive really not bad but so i used them for a while and i liked them a lot but then i was in a case study on campus and i got a diva cup yeah and basically my diva cup's my best friend yeah. um i have a salt cup and i love yeah. it so much they're amazing yeah and i think that they're so empowering they save you and, so much money. Oh you my can God. wear them up to 12 yeah. hours. Oh, you, I've like, put it... E- yeah, I've, like, left them for, like, 24-ish. Yeah. Um, it's kind of embarrassing. But. but, like, okay, like, for example, I lost my Diva Cup and I had to use tampons yesterday. And yeah. I was like, I hate my life. I feel so gross. Yeah. And I feel cleaner using a Diva Cup. I do, Even too. though you're closer with your period. If that makes sense. And, well, yeah, because you have to, like... You have to, like, dump out the blood and stuff. Yeah, but I feel like... Almost, like, more... But I think it's also because, like, I never, like, leak on mine. And I'm, like, I'm so hygienic. Yeah. No, I feel a lot more hygienic Mm -hmm. than, like... I don't know. For some reason, like, tampons just seem, like, so... Well, and they are super risky. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a friend literally the other day who went into toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. And she... She but she took out her tampon. She was fine. But, like, she was twitching uncontrollably. She had a fever. She started Mm -hmm. to get nauseous. Like... Mm -hmm. And my neighbor, actually, when I was in, like, eighth grade, died from toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people have been affected by it. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. It's terrifying. It's so scary. And, like, tampons, too, they just... The rhetoric, like, although, Courtney Cox, yes, thank you for being the first person to say yes. period thank on you. TV. It's empowering. Thank you. We love you for that. Moving forward, tampons symbolize... Oh, my God, I must have swore. Heck to me. Heck. I meant heck. Tampons symbolize something so wicked. Yeah. Because of, like, media representation that literally I think... I'm using the tampon to direct my thoughts right now. I'm, like, holding it like a pen. Literally using a diva cup just feels like a more enlightened experience. Because I don't associate it with hating myself and, like, throwing up and dying. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like the research and just... I don't know. It seems more like uh, it forms more to like our bodies and stuff yeah. too. With like a diva cup or like a salt mm-hmm. cup, whatever menstrual cup you use. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't like know, I think it's a better experience yeah, for sure. And like the inspiration for this, like I was saying when I went through this phase, mm-hmm. it was like I think yeah, I did spend like a good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm like getting a voicemail right now. I'm getting a call. Oh wait, it's my health insurance. Thank you, Wisconsin State Mandated Health Insurance. I'm not using all my benefits in case you were wondering. That's what they're calling me about. But I was, like, spending money and stuff, and I think, yeah, it did cost more money, and I think that I wish that I would have realized that there are things that you can do that are, like, zero waste and good for the environment that aren't expensive. Yeah. Because, like, for example, like, the e.l.f. makeup brand, all their stuff is not tested on animals, and a lot of it's vegan. But, like... Oh, it's super cheap. And it's very cheap. Wow. Right? I didn't know that. So, like... That was, like, my best friend in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I use that... A lot of their makeup. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, I haven't bought anything off Amazon 
in a yeah. really long time, actually. I, so, I never really... Yeah, there's, like, different ways that you can protest Mm -hmm. the environment. And, like, I have, like, those reusable, not protest the environment, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like, those reusable bags, and, like, I bring my own cup, and, like, I'm doing other things than spending money and, like, throwing everything out and being, like, I need to redo everything. So I think there's, like, more useful ways of your time that you'll feel less stressed out, but you're still making a difference. And for me, that was, like, recognizing the problem. Also, I think it's good, though, because I would get coffee – Every single day in, like, the throwaway cups. Like, I would do it every single day. That's expensive, too. It's expensive, and I'm, like, hating the environment. And I use plastic bags all the time, Mm -hmm. and I would buy a lot more new clothes than I do now because a lot of my clothes are from Goodwill. Same. So I would always buy new clothes. I would always use plastic bags, and, like, I would drive a lot more than I do now, too. Which doing all that stuff is really great, too, Mm -hmm. but I think uh a lot of times we misplace the pressure and the pressure should really be on the like a hundred companies yeah it's structural changes yep yep. and we need to put pressure Mm -hmm. on them and not so much on ourselves obviously do what you can but don't feel don't it it's definitely classes too Mm -hmm. like it's a systematic thing so Mm -hmm. the people who are low income are going to be affected by this negatively so don't pressure them into doing things that they can't afford Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, that's my just two cents on that. No, I agree. I think, like, a lot of people, like, say that being zero waste can be really cheap, and I agree with that, but I also counter-argue that it also can be classist. It also, like, zero waste is not accessible to all people. Yeah. Um, Like, first of all, the whole straws thing. Mm-hmm. Some people need straws mm-hmm. due to a disability that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know why people are using the products that they use and also just they don't have access to like the co-ops and stuff Mm -hmm. that we do yeah and like I really like being a vegetarian but being vegetarian and vegan it's not gonna fix everything no and like you can be vegan and shame people into drinking milk and using animal products but it's not gonna fix everything yeah and we really need like governmental and structural and humanity changes legislation we need policy see in times like these i'm like why am i not eating chicken strips (laughs) and then i'm like wait this is right and then there's this calculator you can use to type in how long you've been like vegetarian and i'll tell you like how many animals you've saved and how much water you saved carbon footprint one two yeah but yeah so there is like stuff that you can change but it shouldn't be to this point where it's so stressful on our generation and I worry that some people really stress out about it a lot. Because I've mm. been at points in my life where I've really stressed out about it. Yeah. You know what I stress out about? Here's my biggest fear. Yeah. 2050. Yeah. I'm going to be 52. I cannot run a mile. And I am 21. Yeah. I get out of breath after running for about a third of a mile. I am horrible at physical activity. My boobs are too big. I don't have sports bras that fit me. I haven't bought sports bras since I was 14. If something happens, if I'm going to go down. Happens, no yeah. one's picking me for their team. <laughs> I have no redeeming qualities. Like, I could, like, write my way out of something, like, make a joke or Hamilton. two. You're Hamilton. Now. I'm Hamilton. <laughs> Literally. Like, it's going to be like, who can tie a knot? Who can swim? I can't swim. <laughs> I hate camping. I hate being outside. I hate running. I'm a picky eater. I'm always moody. Like, literally, no one will pick me, and I'm going to die at Uh, 52. Well, yeah, no, I sometimes, I feel like literally when I talk about the future at this point in my life, I have to say, like, if climate change doesn't take us out first, this is You always do that. I always do that, because I'm just like, well, it's a possibility. Like, I wish I would at least be in my 30s. Like, being 50 isn't old. It's not, it's not old. It's not old, but I want... I'm terrified. I want to be, like... I don't know, 80 when this stuff takes off. No, because then you can't walk. You're going to get, like, the lava ball is going to roll over you, though, and you're going to die. So, and you're going to be alone. Wait, are you saying that it's good that I'm young? Or I think you it's saying... good that you're young because you can run to the spaceship and you're going to get the seat because you have redeeming qualities. Thank you. Do you know what I'm thinking of? <laughs> I'm literally thinking of the movie 2012. Back up now. In the year 2012, I did not go to school on the day that the world was supposed to end because I legitimately thought that I was dying. I had, okay, so. (laughs) I legitimately stayed home. 2011, I was in swimming lessons Mm -hmm. and I was in like the highest level. I was doing well. Mm -hmm. And then 
my swim instructor said to me, hey, did you know that the world's going to end next year? The Mayan calendar says so. And I was like, excuse me, sir? What? My life was changed forever. I had anxiety attacks every night and nightmares about the world ending for about the next year until one night I ran to my mom's room crying, Mm -hmm. saying, mom, the world's going to end in 2012. I'm not ready to die yet. Literally. So I feel it's you so, scary. so hard. I like didn't sleep for a year because of it. It's li- it, That was so scary. In the movie 2012, <laughs> do you know what that did to my anxiety? I didn't watch it. I watched it. Because of my anxiety. And I was not going to get chosen for the spaceship. And I realized that then and there, <laughs> well, the world was folding into itself. And here's the thing. All you celebrities, you're going to get chosen for the spaceship. Yep. All the Kardashians, yep. for sure. Me, a journalist from Wisconsin, a feminist from Wisconsin, I'm going to die here. Like, they're not going to pick us. Carly, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Me just Carly's like, like twitching my hands. <laughs> I think about this all the time and I get so psyched out. <laughs> oh, God. Because like in the movie, there's seats for the spaceship and people are running and the old people are literally, the wheelchairs are like falling off the side of the world and they all die. <laughs> Stop. And so, like, we have to be physically fit. And I think this is my motivation to go to spin class uh, maybe, sometimes. Maybe we'll just become handmaids. Yeah, I might do that. And then I saw this video of this, like, 90-year-old man running a mile. And everyone was like, never forget your dreams. This 90-year-old man just ran a mile. And he, like, wasn't even running. Like, he and looked terrible. we're like, well, our dreams involve, like, internet. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't really help me I the just, world's like, ending. I need to get in shape before the world ends. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> I just, I, uh, like, oh, Anyways, I these are, like, valid concerns. I literally, I, I need to go work out tomorrow. Now I'm thinking about it. Am I going to go to the rec after this? No. But. I will not be working out tomorrow. So that's fine. But, yeah. yeah stuff's scary. Yeah. And I feel like. Anyways, have fun Oktoberfest yeah, this week. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my redeeming quality would be for the spaceship fertility oh my god it's fertility (laughs) oh my god it's fertility or like interpersonal communication yeah no you're very charming you're charming (laughs) could it be that i don't want it to be fertility i don't want it to be because i'm a woman that i make wait i'll be 52 do you think i won't be in menopause by then wait are we not I'm thinking this is gonna happen in like 10 years oh i'm thinking 2050 and then i'm thinking oh no more kids what no, are I, you thinking? Oh, I'm thinking, like, give us 10 years. Okay, so we'll see and we'll update you if I only get chosen <laughs> for the spaceship that leaves Earth because I'm a woman and for my fertility. Um, but, Carly, do you have anything else <laughs> after this How do we talk about anything else after this? Oh, um, just a side note. Carly and I were in the student union the other day. And if you approach me and ask me if I'm the other racket girl. The other racket girl? I will internally oh, combust. That, that was, yeah. Please well, just okay. know, know my name. All, <laughs> names, good. Se- second <laughs> of all, the fact that we were called racket girls, I was, I immediately thought girl reporter. Yeah, with your research. Yeah, I sure. was like, oh, you just othered me. Like, yeah. that's cool. Love mm-hmm. that. That feels super great. Mm-hmm. Don't validate women in journalism. Mm-hmm. Call them girls. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like um, really fun. And, and I understand that it was like definitely in a in a way of trying to support us. But I didn't love it still. Yeah. Um, I just think it was like unheard of. And that's how I'm vibing with it. The but other rabbit girl. <laughs> no. Literally. My face when that happened. I was like. I was- we my bo- jaw we dropped. both were like uh and then and, i yeah you were still jaw drop mm-hmm. mode and i was like uh, yeah yeah she's looking at us and i was like mm-hmm, <laughs> that is my title yeah but yeah so now i got like a new twitter bio out of it so thanks for the inspo oh you did you added to it yeah because i'm hurt and i'm bitter <laughs> if no one has noticed i hold Ooh. grudges and i'm bitter yeah um so carly what are you saying too much to this week Oh, um, I'm, um, um, I'm just scanning this real quick. Uh, oh, social media as a woman. 
that's why I'm saying too much mm-hmm. to this week that I can't just like exist on social media the way well someone in our <laughs> class the other day when we were talking about uh, building social media profiles when we were talking <laughs> about building social media profiles this person is saying like as a man I feel like I can do this and this and this on social media is that what he was trying to get? Yeah, and then my hand shot up. Like, yeah. I was the last one being chosen for the spaceship. <laughs> and I was like, actually, I have to block so many people. Yeah, and then Twitter. we talked about how um, that New York Times reporter got really upset about being called a bed bug. Yeah, and I wish the worst I've been called is a bed bug. Meanwhile, Sam and I are out here filing cyber stalking reports yeah. against people that we have reported on so yeah like why am i in the process of getting a restraining order yeah for real i that this is not what i need in my life right now Mm -hmm. but here we are yeah so i'm saying too mm -hmm. much to harassing women on social media especially female reporters Mm -hmm. so yeah what about you um i think i'm actually saying too much to like bad fitness instructors yes because i was at the rec at my spin class, like I do, when I try to push myself to excel. When you're trying <laughs> to, to get, get on that spaceship. <laughs> no, literally, yeah. And the instructor was telling us exactly how many calories we should be burning. Oh. And, like, our target RPMs to hit and stuff. And she was like, if you're not burning this many, you're not doing it right, and you need to push yourself so much harder than you are. Me, a woman with an eating disorder yeah. feeling triggered in a spin yeah. class. That would definitely be triggering. Yeah, and I think it's just something because a lot of them are like, no, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. But a lot of you are like in ESS classes or yes. you're like in these classes where you talk about but health issues. If you're receiving a health education, you should also be receiving a trauma-informed education. Yeah, so exactly. That's my argument to that. And I agree with that. So I think like I got done and I was like, oh my God, I didn't hit the calorie benchmark. I'm a failure. And then I I went and ate onion dip. And then I felt a little bit better because I love onion dip. Is it from the co-op? Yeah, you know it's from the co-op. But anyways, I think I'm saying too much to that. Like let me exercise and let me sweat it out. I can Mm -hmm. tell you that it's working because my thighs hurt and I feel terrible every day. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. And that's that's, our show. That's it. Okay. I, oh, you know what we should do this weekend? Eat baby quiche. Yeah, we're going to eat baby quiche. Baby we're going to find baby quiche at festival. It's not at Target because I checked. Oh, So darn. now I have to go to festival. But thank you for tuning in and see you next week.